Hi everyone, welcome back to the Galaxy Couch Podcast, where we sit on our Galaxy Couch and make a podcast. That's a good intro. <laughs> I like that. We're talking about Lost, as we have been for all of our episodes. Yeah, we're, we're watching through the entirety. Yes. Uh, we are currently on the 10th episode. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Danielle. I'm Bran. Nice, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Um, yeah, this is the 10th episode of Lost. Um... Raised by another. Bum, bum, bum. Relevant in some eventually. Really? Oh yeah, I guess. In, Click. Yeah, with mm-hmm. within the context of, of what's the happening on the mm-hmm. island. Yeah, very much so. Very thematic. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say I feel like I've said it with every episode. I like this one. <laughs> um, I'm really liking the show so far. I think this is a good suggestion for a starting point uh, for this podcast. I think you'll like it for a long while until maybe the finale. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. That's exciting. <laughs> it's really good, and then it's really not. But let's hold on to the really good. Because uh, I've I've heard from people, like, spoiler-free, of course, that, like, it's good. And then I've also heard Oh, you haven't heard anything sucks. about the end? Uh, vaguely. Okay. But I, I kind of want to know within the context of what is going on. Yes. Um... So yeah, uh, this is the tenth episode. This is our ninth episode. That's gonna get real confusing. <laughs> just, just eventually, the, we'll stop. The, the show episode is one ahead of our podcast episode until we reach the uh, three-part finale of this first season. I did look ahead, um, so that'll get even more confusing. But we'll we'll get to there when we get to there. We'll cross that bridge when we burn it. We're nearly there, halfway. Um, so this is you were looking forward to this one because Claire. It, is, it is a Claire episode. We um, love Claire, which starts off on a very intense note. Does she has no belly? She got no belly. She's got some blood between her legs, and I think on her is hand, that in the beginning of it, or she's running just on her hands? Because she's running through too, the forest. Yeah, she's wearing a white shirt. And it's got blood on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then we hear a baby crying from like deep in the forest. Yep. And then she's she's swimming around the, the forest, just swimming. Not not swimming. Like <laughs> she's like you know like waiting, flailing, wait, flailing, waiting through the forest, trying to find where she's going, just following the, the crying wing, off in the distance. And then she, yeah, she gets bloody when she finds the crib and pulls it away. All the blankets. Oh, that's right. The pile um, of blankets. But before that, she runs into a familiar face. Oh yeah, John. John Locke sitting there at the table whittling, I think, um, and he's saying something about how he was your responsibility, but you gave him away. Everyone has to pay the price now. Um, has she known the sex of the baby up until now? She's just been saying that, like I think it was the second episode that she was like, "He's okay. I guess I think you're a boy." So oh. they're just referring to him as a he. Yeah. Okay. So I, I guess that makes sense. She just kind of uses it like intuitively, assuming that this is a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says something about how the island gives and the island takes, or something like some cryptic bullshit like that. I wrote it down word for word. You did. He was your responsibility, but you gave him away. Everyone has to pay the price now. Everyone has to pay the price now. Okay. Yes, you. You did say that. I paid him. And he's got weird eyes going on. Uh, yeah, he's got like one like. Normal. One, it's kind of like opaque. And the other one's black. Yeah, the the opaque one I noticed was where his scar is. Okay. Uh, And then, yeah, the black one was the left eye, which, freaky. Absolutely freaky. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. John the Prophet. John the Prophet. That's when she gets to the crib. um, 
and starts like tearing through the piles of blankets, but there's nothing there. Wasn't it there, like there was blood though, right? No baby. No baby. Yeah. It was just a pile of bloody blankets. Um, and then she pulls her hands back, and they're covered in blood. And then cut to her screaming. A blood curdling scream, an absolute intense scream. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charlie is shaking her, like trying yeah. to wake her up. Yeah, like it was a ne- wake up. You're dreaming. You're dreaming. And she's just like going at it, like they're trying to. He's going to take my baby. I can't do an Australian accent. Who's <laughs> going to take my baby? Mm-hmm. I didn't go eat my baby. Oh, that's actually a really tragic story. I don't like me playing it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was wrongfully accused of like accidental infant death because somehow a dingo had gotten to the baby when they were like out in the wilderness of Australia, and. She was jailed for, like, 19 years. Jesus Christ. And then she was found to be innocent, like, couldn't have done anything about it. It was just she had a different type of grief that didn't present as, like, sobbing and upset. It was more hysteria, like, the dingo ate my baby. So more of, like, a, a disbelief, like a, like, this So how- she didn't, since she didn't present classic grief, she was jailed. They thought, like, oh, she just kind of didn't do anything to stop it. I thought that they just let her... The dingo do his thing. How long ago was this? Nineteen years. Nineteen years ago. It was one of the books I'm great I read. Oh my god! I mean, I I totally thought that that was just some joke. That is well. I mean, obviously, it was probably a joke coming out of Meryl Streep when yeah. she played it. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that I is... stopped using that quote. <laughs> yeah. Um. That one's that one's off the books now. Whew. That's not even the fact I had planned. No. <laughs> There, that was just a free one for you. There's more. Thank you for the facts. Um, so yeah, she's got uh, bloody hands. Uh, it's like how did the blood get real life? Is it kind this, of thing? This is when Jack comes over and kind of assesses her. Um, they cut to that a little. Like I think they have show like there's one like split thing in between it. Like I think Charlie and Hurley are talking or something. Like we gotta go find we gotta find this guy. Yeah. And then uh, they cut to Jack. Like that must have been some nightmare. She was like, how do you know it was a nightmare? Mm-hmm. Because Charlie was the one, like, once he, like, gets her to, like, snap back to reality, mm-hmm. realizes, like, you're you're bleeding, your hands are bleeding. Mm-hmm. And they don't reveal why until... He's just like, did the nightmare actually happen? Um, yeah, so then that's when we get... Jack saying that. Yeah, Jack kind of assesses her, like, okay, so you're... How many weeks in the, uh, the mayor... The... Oh, and then he says it's a nightmare because it must have been a pretty bad dream for someone to dig their fingernails a quarter into... inch deep into their skin. Because... Ah, that's that's a visceral thought. Yeah, I got no nail clippies on the island. That's true. And if she's got those deep nails, she's. Do you want to stab? Oof. Is that is that a real thing? Like, do pregnant women really do experience like like extreme visceral nightmares right before they're pregnant, or like not even nightmares specifically, maybe dreams? I'm sure there's. I don't have any facts on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's like paranoia about being able to take care of your child that can manifest in nightmares if there's any obgyns that listen to this podcast let us know because that's that'd be that'd be a nice thing to know your sister had a baby ask her that's true we can ask josie did you have any nightmares (laughs) in the weeks leading up to any very very real dreams real 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 um, but that's when Jack asks her like oh you you saw an obgyn in uh, australia australia what'd she say like, oh, she was great. She was fine. Like, really? Did she let you fly this close? Yeah. Because you're not supposed to fly late in pregnancy. Within your third trimester is what he said, right? This late in your third trimester. This late in your third trimester. Mm-hmm. So, 
is there is there a reason for is it like the pressure it's a lot yeah it's a lot of different reasons um most like the pressure um stress you could go into technically can't go into labor at any time once you hit a certain point in the third trimester and they don't want you to be on a plane and have your water break Mm -hmm. in the air um if there's casualties on the plane (laughs) yikes you get stranded um So there's just a lot of, like, pregnant women are... You can fly up to, like, four or five months, I think, and then you're supposed to just wait it out. Some more just precautionary. Like, it's probably safest for you to just stay on the ground until you have the baby. Unless you plan on flying with a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> to deliver your baby in the air, and you want to do that. Um, and there was only one doctor on the plane, and he was a surgeon. <laughs> he is not that kind. Um, but apparently her OBGYN said it's fine. So we have to trust her. Which is when we get our first flashback. Push boop. Uh, the pregnancy test. Yes. Which... With Thomas. Very, very cute scene. Very, very cheesy. The the whole, oh, are you sure that's that's pink? That looks kind of red. She's like, no, it's It pink. didn't seem cute. It, they were stressed. Oh, yeah, they, they were stressed. <laughs> but then, like, he goes from, like, denial to, like... We could do this. Oh, yeah, we could do this. We could totally do this. Like, and, like, trying to, like, get her and to... Thomas is the reason no one trusts a man. <laughs> Because they all run off once there's a pregnancy. Yep. He's like, we can do it. And he's like, you know what? Maybe not. Well, yeah, because he gets her hopes up. He's like, oh, we, you know, we can raise it ourselves. You can move in with me. We can, like, this I'll, could be the best thing. I got a job. Like, I can afford to give us, you know, a life. A life. And then she mentions how she's working at, like, the Burger Shack or whatever, mm-hmm. making $5 an hour. And, and that made me think, like, What's the minimum wage in Australia? Yeah, 2004, $5 an hour is what you're getting paid? $5 reduce? <laughs> Dollar reduce. Unless, like, you know, maybe their cost of living is a little bit lower. Maybe, like, it's $175 for rent instead of, who knows? A thousand. They, they live in the upside down world. <laughs> they live in the upside down. The land down under. Toes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a really short flashback. We get... Uh, you know, just the, the sense that there was someone in her life. There, was, it wasn't just a random hookup. She was within a relationship, in a relationship for a bit. Um, and that's when we cut back, and uh, Charlie's like spearheading. Got to, we got to protect Claire. We got to, got to find the guy. We got to Harley. Oh, that comes later. No, not Harley starting his list. Just, just Charlie freaking out. Just saying that, like, oh, you know, like, what if something happens? Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's when, we, after that, we cut to Kate's just standing on the beach. Yeah, sinking. Sinking. And Jack's like, what, what are you, what are you doing? She says. Like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm sinking. The longer the tide pulls in and erodes, you just slowly sink into the sand. Which, how bored would you get on an island? That's something to do. I don't know. Maybe time how fast it happens. That's what I'm saying. It's like, something to do. Like, all right, let's see how deep I get in 20 minutes. Let's see how deep I get in 30 minutes. An hour. I was holding a little journal. <laughs> hmm. Fascinating. Uh, and then, They have a little flirty banter. Yeah, a little flirty banter. This is when we get the understanding that Saeed has been gone for a week. Uh, Kate is kind of worried about him. Jack's like, it's Saeed. He's totally fine. He's going like, to do what he's going to do. And she's like, yeah, but like... He didn't have to go. He's Jack kind of tells him tells her like, oh, but it was his choice. Mm-hmm. He, he, he didn't want to stay. Yeah. He knows how to survive. He'll mm-hmm. be back. Um and this isn't when we cut to him, is it? 
Saeed? Yeah. No, I don't no, think so. No, that's, that's later. He's a, yeah. That's, that's much later. Yeah, he comes, like, near the end. Um, this is when Charlie makes tea for Claire. Because yes. he's like, oh. How can we be like better than those Yanks if we can't enjoy a spot of tea? <laughs> Which, you know, he's he's really trying. And then she's kind of like, yeah. You know, she's he says that, like, I could be your friend. Mm-hmm. And it almost seems like she's, like... She's in her own head. Yeah, absolutely. She got a lot going on. So, it, I mean, he's not even trying to make any advances on Claire at all. It's it's sort of just like, I just want to be there to support you, to help you, to be a friend. And she kind of brushes it off like, you don't want to be my friend. You're just trying to help the pitiful, poor, pregnant woman. Yeah. The last time I let a guy in. <laughs> I got pregnant and he left me. <laughs> Uh, that's when we flash back to Claire with her friend. Yes, they're going to a psychic. Yeah, um, so that uh, they go to see the psychic for what? What is the reasoning behind the psychic? Just just for fun? Yeah, I think her friend's trying to just like cheer her up. Like she's like, you have a million reasons to not do it. Do it because fun. <laughs> that was a better one. <laughs> that's right, because she says like something about like, oh, and you haven't told your mom yet, have you? Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, oh, well, maybe this will cheer you up, because clearly... You well, and the one we were with Thomas before, she was like, what am I going to tell my mom? <laughs> what am I going to tell my mom? <laughs> so, yeah. I think her friend's just trying to be a buddy. Mm-hmm. And then the psychic... I thought he it was, shoots her down. I thought he was just going to be, like, a tarot card reader, or, like, mm-hmm. a palm reader, or something like that. She seemed like a palm reader. Yeah, but it was like, she, like, holds out her hands, and he just, like... Holds her hands and kind of like closes kinda, his like, eyes. Scanned him over though. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, and then he's like, "Nope, fuck, <laughs> fuck this. Here's your <laughs> not money. doing it. Goodbye." Uh, I. But first he's like, just know that he's like legit. First he says like, "When did you find out about the baby?" That's when she kind of realizes mm-hmm. like, "Oh, maybe he is legit." Like, okay, you have my interest, and he's like, mm, "Never mind." <laughs> he's like, "Nope, there, there is a blurriness." Yeah. I, I When I see that, I back away. That is nothing good. Here's your money. Good day. Please leave. Please leave. I don't want to, I don't want you to go through the, with whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's confused. She's like, no, no, no. Tell me, tell me. And he's like, no, 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 not, not happening. Kicks uh, her out. Kicks her out. Yeah. And. That's when we cut to Hurley. This is the nightmare. The, the second nightmare. That's the second nightmare. The second nightmare is the, you see just like the, the flashes, the flash, flash, the, the slashing knife. Oh, that's when she gets poked in the belly. That's when she gets poked in the belly? She wakes up and says like, he's dead or like something, but Jack's like, there's no mark. Mm-hmm. She was dreaming it. Are you sure it's not just pregnancy stress? And she's like, I'm leaving. Oh, cause we see her like within her dream and also kind of outside of her dream. Like someone is like walking around her, mm-hmm. like a shadowy kind of person. With a weird island knife. Mm-hmm. And slash slash, and then she starts screaming again. And this is when Hurley's like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta fan out." We don't know each other. My real name's Hugo. <laughs> yeah, what uh, I wrote, th- I wrote it down. It's uh, Hugo Reyes. Hugo Reyes. It's like my name is not even Hurley. It's Hugo Reyes. Hurley's my nickname, but, but I'm not even gonna tell you why it's Hurley. <laughs> why? Because I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> I like that reasoning. Hurley. Like that's that's my secret to have. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. So this is when he gets the idea, like, okay, maybe we need to... Have a census. Yeah. We need to get to know everyone around us because we don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. So if Claire is being attacked, there could be 
a perpetrator among us. There could be some kind of... Just want to interview everyone, see if anyone acts fishy. And this is when uh, Jack looks Claire over, and she says, I got stabbed, I got stabbed, and shows her belly, and says... He's like, sure, it's not pregnancy brain. Island pregnancy brain. Island pregnancy brain. <laughs> you had a lot of stress. She's like, I'm going back to the beach. I never got attacked there. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's later, but we'll, we'll just put this in here. This is where he gives her the... The sedatives. He tries to. He tries to. He's, He's like, like, I get attacked in my sleep, and you're trying to give me sleeping pills. Like, They're not sleeping pills. It's They're, a sedative. It's a sedative. It's just a mild sedative. Completely safe for the baby. That is the same time. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, very doctorly. Very. Mm-hmm. That's a very doctor thing to do. Like, oh, you're you're experiencing this trauma that you don't really understand. <laughs> you have a problem at night. Sleep through it. <laughs> Here, this will knock you out. <laughs> so that's why she starts packing to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Charlie's this, upset. Yeah, Charlie's like, why, why, why? But the peanut butter! <laughs> I made imaginary peanut butter for you, and you're just gonna leave? Uh, and then we get our next flashback. Yes. Thomas is kind of... Looks more businessmanish. Yeah. Going straight, come home to Claire, decorating the flat. Mm-hmm. She, she's got curtains up, and he's like, oh, you got curtains now. She's like, like, yeah, it makes me feel like a grown-up. <laughs> Which, same. Here, here. Let me let me paint a picture for you. I come home from a long day of work at the Starbucks, and I see you hanging these neat looking curtains. I don't think on an actual curtain rod. On an actual curtain rod. I don't think my instinct is going to be. Let me go crack a beer. Babe's being annoying. I'm going to be like he was coming in grumpy. He was coming in grumpy. But even if I come in grumpy, I talk to you, and then I'm not grumpy. So. Cheesy. Yeah. I'm not carrying a baby you don't want. That's true. But even <laughs> if you were, I'd be like, hey, what can I do? Do you want me to make dinner? Do you want some cheese platter? What do you, you want me to make a, a, sh- a char- charcuterie board? I have to have a baby to get a charcuterie board. <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll ask for a present. Because <laughs> I know those are expensive. Okay, just a cheese board on a cutting board. Yes. I'll take cheese later on the cutting board. Just on a, on a ceramic plate. Yep. That well, works. That's even nice. Uh, Thomas is like, oh, I can't do this anymore. You cracks, know it's not working. Cracks a beer. He's like, I just want to not be in a relationship. I can't be committed. Because, like, what about in a few months, like, when the child needs this? If this is how you are pregnant. Because he's, she's saying, like, oh, so-and-so wants us to go hang out as, like, a group or something mm-hmm. like that. She won't like going out and socializing. And he's like, socializing? I just want to stay in and play Xbox and drink a six-pack of beer. Ever since the baby, you've been... So many people, we have to talk to them, we have to talk to this, we have to blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm just trying to be prepared for when the baby comes. So he's probably tired of having to go to doctor's appointments with her. So did you really lose anything? Well, I'm sorry, but he's just a little baby because... Is, is all of this really that much of a... It's interfering with his art. Is oh my god! Like it's just it. It's like you can have it all. Can you? If you try hard Thomas enough. Thomas doesn't think so. Well, well, Thomas doesn't really. Thomas try. is a little asshole. Thomas is a little asshole. Down with Thomas. <laughs> um, this is when Hurley walks around taking the census. Name, place of origin, reason for flying. Mm-hmm. I I like that. Uh, and then he walks up to Locke, um, which well, he's on the beach for some reason. 
He's doing something with his knives. Yeah. He's like going through the case. I feel like he's more nomadic. I feel like we can't really... We're going to have to change the board because I feel like Locke is just Locke. I think he sleeps in the caves. That's a good point. And then... Goes to the beach. Doesn't want to be tied down to just one location. Mm -hmm. He's he's like, I'm not... put him in the middle. I'm not an NPC. I'm a human. (laughs) Um, So... Hurley's like, yeah, we're just, you know, we're taking a census just to get, like, a, an idea of how many people there are. And I forgot to write down where John was from. Where John was from? Mm-hmm. But he was traveling to find something. Ooh, you're right. He was... Did he find it? It found him. It found him. And then Hurley's like, okay. <laughs> this is a random lady. Walks over to a random lady. He's like, I already asked you, but I just need to get away from him really quickly, so I'm just going to pretend like I'm asking you again. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um... Uh, Claire, we find out, is due in a week or two, and... The stress is not helping it go any longer. Yeah, th- this was when Jack asks her to take the sedative. She wants to leave, uh, and then Charlie chases after her. I thought he was telling Claire on, or telling Kate on the beach that, um, he had, like, a mini powwow with Kate and... He d- you're right, that's, that's when he mm-hmm. does have the little mini powwow. He's like, well, what, what do I do? Charlie, I think, or Kate and Boone. Um, There's a guy there. Charlie approaches him. Okay, he's like, yeah. She's due any week, and this isn't helping her. Her stress isn't going to make it And that's when Charlie's like, you don't believe her? What do you mean you don't believe her? And he goes, I forgot, and he finds her Mm -hmm. traversing through the jungle. He's like, where are you going? She's like, I'm going back to the beach. It's like, you are not. I will protect you. I will not let anything happen to you. I am. Fall down. I am the protector. You don't know what I've been through. I've left the Shire and gone back. (laughs) I am best boy. I have seen into the Palantir. I have faced Sauron. I am no longer a fool of a took. <laughs> um, and then, is this where she gets the the contractions? Mm. First we see Harley talking to another person. In the Ethan. Mm-hmm. Um, From Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada. And he's like, Canada, they have good... Yeah. she walks away. Oh. That's my level of skill in small talk. <laughs> oh, he is, he's, he's just a gem. And he doesn't ask Ethan why he was flying. He doesn't, you're right. I wrote that down. The, the, the inconsistency of question asking, mm-hmm. um, which is for plot reasons, I'm going to assume. But he could have. He could have. Just made something up. Like, vacation. <laughs> yeah, like, what's it to you? Vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when we get our next flashback. Yes. Uh, Claire goes back to the psychic. Um, she has a belly now. She's got a belly. A fair belly. Not too big, but like she's a, showing. Four or five months, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and he says something about... He kind of gives her like the omen of like this baby is... All, like he knows Thomas left. Evil surround... He's, yeah, when, how long ago did he leave? She has two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, danger surrounds this baby. Evil surrounds this child. It must be raised by you and your goodness. She's like, well, how can I raise a baby on my own? He's like, uh, you alone. It must be just you. You and only you. Otherwise, there's no happy. She's like, I just want a happy life for my baby. He's like, it's, there's no happiness for this child unless you raise it. Like, okay, sir. Okay, what do you expect me to do while I am working to provide for this like child? Like 23 or whatever she is. Yeah, uh, 20. 20. She says she's 20. Ah. So, yeah, baby can't even drink. Apparently her mom will not be supportive as we've been insinuated yeah so it's still kind of kept a secret from her mother so she is on her own mm-hmm. like alone alone it's, it sounds like if she were to go to her mother which and that's how the psychic wants it <laughs> mm-hmm. he's like good 
<laughs> keep it that way. <laughs> what are you supposed to do about the kid while you go to work? I don't fucking know. Bring keep it, it with you. No it, one else can be around the baby. Put it in a bubble, a soundproof bubble, and then just put it next to your desk. Get a desk job. You know, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll figure just it out. get one of those back carriers to have it on your back while you're flipping burgers. <laughs> That's safe for children. And then your baby will always smell like burgers. <laughs> Hamburger baby. <laughs> um, yeah, Dangerous surrounds the baby, and then Claire is like, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, and then he gives her back her money again. Mm-hmm. So he's like, no, you Use this for the this. baby. Yeah, use this for the baby. And then she's like, le- that's not enough to raise a kid. Is it because it was, what, $200? Yeah. Which that's an expensive-ass psychic. That is an expensive-ass psychic. Does this guy have a TV show? I want to become a psychic. I'll read tarot cards for money. You can do it. I just got to hone on my skill. Yeah, I believe in you. We'll we'll practice the tarot cards. Um, So this is when... Cut to Harley talking to Shannon and Boone. Mm -hmm. And they were from L.A. Mm -hmm. They don't say why they're going to Australia. Stops asking the question. Yeah, the questions become less and less consistent. But then Boone gets kind of defensive. It's Mm -hmm. like, why are you asking all this? And like... Hurley's like... Tyrone, Patriot Act or something. Yeah, he calls him uh, the Patriot Act, and Shannon's like, he's a leftist. He's a leftist. He's a liberal. Or, he's a liberal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's when Boone suggests, like, you know, there's you a could manifest. just get the flight manifest. And Hurley's like, what? <laughs> Who has it? Who do you think? Cut to... <laughs> so I heard, like, young girl-looking sunglasses... The, like, I think I had those when I was, like, five. Y- yeah, like, the, you'd get them on, like, a rack at Walmart for mm-hmm. seven bucks. Like, they're, like, little Hello Kitty-looking sunglasses. Yeah. Okay. Why do you have these? You'd probably have another pair of sunglasses. You're just doing <laughs> I wanna this. I want to be fancy. You're just doing this for a bit. Yep. You're trying to look like a goof. Um, and... Kelly's actually able to talk him into it. I literally did not see this coming. He's like... You could be the asshole and put on your persona, or you could just give it to me, because let's face it, you need the points. Yeah, you, you, need, the, you need to score some points. And then Sawyer's like, you raise a good point there. Calls, <laughs> In the suitcase. Calls him a name or something. Yeah. Like, big boy or... Something offensive. So, yeah, something... On brand. Sizest. Uh, which I, I was not expecting him to just go, yeah, sure, fuck it, take it. It's in that brown leather suitcase. I was expecting him to just be a dick and then Hurley to go like, you know what, man? Fuck Whatever. Off. And then just walk away. Mm-hmm. But he got it. Yeah, he got it. So That's where Hurley... we cut to Charlie and... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Uh, so Charlie and Claire... Are walking to the beach. Charlie's still trying to convince mm-hmm. her. No, no, and no. And then all of a sudden... No! Baby, she got an owl. <laughs> she got an owl. And he tries to count how far they are apart by... One sugar plum fairy, two sugar plum fairies. I've never heard of that. I never. That's why I wrote that town too. Because I is that supposed to be like second or like one Mississippi, two mm-hmm. Mississippi, uh, one sugar plum fairy? Is that even a? That sounds longer than Mississippi. I don't know. One sugar plum fairy, two sugar plum fairy, Mississippi, two at the same time. Go. One, one sugar plum fairy, two, two sugar plum three sugar plum fairy. <laughs> I, it's it's hard to say. It's a British thing. It's a British thing. Um, this is when she tells him to get Jack and he's like no I got this yeah and he's like I used to be a drug addict if I can kick drugs I can deliver a baby let me explain <laughs> she's like um, please go get the doctor we'll put a pin in that one please 
Um, and then Charlie is running and running and running through the jungle. And then who does he run into? Is it, does this one he runs into Ethan? Ethan, yeah. Yeah, and says, get Jack. We he says like a pile of sticks or something. And he just throws the sticks down and just starts running for Jack. We're in the forest. We'll be that way. Get Jack. Claire's having the baby. And then he runs back. He's like, all right, I got Jack. He'll be here any second. Mm-hmm. And he's like walking her through it, like the breathing. And then um, we cut to her at the adoption agency. Yeah. Um, she's at the adoption, uh, adoptive services, um, going over like the, the agreement. Yeah. And talking about how like they'll pay all of your living fees and, or living bills, medical bills. They found, we found this nice flat for you. It's two bedroom, um, get paid $20,000, which sounds like a nice gig to be a surrogate. If you want to give it away, if you go on with that intention. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also when the lawyer says, like, you cannot contact the child. Yeah, you lose all your rights to yeah, the you, kid. You will not ever see this child again unless you can have the parents it's say... It's up to these two, whatever their names were, to decide if they ever can tell the child about you. Mm-hmm. Which, chances are, the way they look, they probably... No. Like, no, this is ours now. Yeah. You signed the papers. This is our child. Slight tangent. There was a show that was really good that did not get enough time on air called The New Normal. The new normal. And it was really cute. It was about a surrogate for a gay couple. And they all stayed in touch because she was trying to help pay for something for her daughter because she was a single mom. But she was really good at being pregnant. Who was in this show? It literally went for like a season and a half. It wasn't one long people. Do you remember the network? ABC? Because, yeah, that kind of does sound like a, an ABC show. The new normal American sitcom. Brian Collins. David. Ryan Collins? Bartholoma. Who's David? Isn't that Neil Patrick Harris's? Oh, no. He's the guy from The Hangover. And um, National Treasure. Oh, was he the, the, the Doug? The one they were trying to find? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Goldie Justin Clemens. Bartha. Or, no. Justin Bartha. Sorry. Oh, Justin yeah. Bartha. Okay. The name was Dave. Oh, Okay. Andrew Reynolds, Justin Bartha, Georgia King, Nene Leakes, Ellen Barkin. Sort of ringing some bells. No one too big, but it was a good show. Huh. It was, it was kind of about surrogacy. It was, yeah, because the, they wanted to have a baby, but they weren't getting approved because they were gay or something. Mm-hmm. Like it was during that, and yet only 22 episodes. So she was like, I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. It was really cute. It was like all of them hanging out through the whole pregnancy, and then they're like, we still want the baby, like, you to be around, because we're friends with you now. And it only got, like, what, like a season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was one of those, like, we're trying to make this show stick kind of shows, but it just didn't happen. It was really cute. I would have kept watching. Like Superstore. I think that's just now ending. Superstore is good, though. It got a lot of seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. End of tangent. <laughs> Uh, this is when she's signing the paper. And the pen won't work. It's an omen. Three times. Three times the pen doesn't work. Three different pens. Mm-hmm. And it, it's really awkward. The parents are kind of making eye contact like... I have a pen. And then they're like, oh, don't don't write in the same... The groove. That's It's not going to work there. <laughs> that's what I said. They didn't say that. Oh, you said that. I was like, you can't do that. you got to start in a new spot. Because <laughs> it never works in the groove. You're right. And then she says she can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, she's... Why doesn't it work on the groove? Science. And, yeah, I definitely read that as, like, she saw the pen not working as, like, oh, God, the psychic's right. The psychic's right. And, like, I think that night she calls him. She He calls her. Because... He keeps calling her. We have the... <laughs> she's 
snoring. <laughs> we have the idea that he's been calling for a while. She's like, stop calling in the middle of the night. I'm doing what I have to, like, da Which, the way it seemed, it seemed like it was, like, 2 a.m. Like, yeah, she said, stop calling in the middle of the night. She's a pregnant woman. Let her sleep. She's going to be awake in the middle of the night for two years. <laughs> Let her enjoy it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's trying to say, like, he's got a plan. And then she's Wasn't like, Wasn't yeah, that before what? all that, though? Like, before the adoption agency? Because then right after the adoption agency, she comes to him and says, what's the plan? The, no, because on the phone he's saying, like, no, 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 don't hang up. I have a plan. I have a, like, you just have to trust me. Like, okay. And then, or maybe it is before. It is before, because yeah, okay, she's still you're, deciding to go through with the adoption. And then she decide, realizes it's fate. She couldn't. So then she shows up and calls him and says, what's the plan? Yeah. So that she can keep the baby. The, the You're right. The visit where she says, where he knows that Thomas left, she's like, I, I mean, I'm not going to go through with this. I'm going to give it up for adoption. He's like, what? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. And then apparently, like, he's calling. We have to insinuate that he's been calling her for, like, months in between mm-hmm. the adoption process. Because she's not much more round. Mm-hmm. And then when she leaves the adoption, she says, what's the plan? What's the plan? And he has her, like, meet him at her at his house the next day. Mm-hmm. And is this... Uh, this is when the... I think we cut to, like, Ethan running to Jack or something, because I just have, Ethan, get Jack! And then back to... Yeah, back to the flashback. Yeah. Um, Saying, like, you have to take... There's a couple in Los Angeles that deserves a baby, that really wants a baby, they'll take great care of it. You'll get 12K. Yeah, six now, six when you get there. She's like, this whole time you were telling me to not give the baby away! And now you're telling me, she's like, it's changed, the future changed, you just have to get on the plane tomorrow. And see them, she's like, I can't tomorrow, I have an appointment with my guy, like, OBGYN. He's like, nope, this flight, flight... 851. 815. 815. Oceanic 815. Like, like a very specific flight. Oceanic 815 at whatever, like 11 a.m. Like, it has to be this flight. It's like, the, dude, are you the fucking devil? Like, what are you? Um, and then this is when uh, we cut back and... Uh, Claire and Charlie are talking about how the psychic might have known. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the contraction stopped. Stopped, yeah. Braxton so, Hicks. Braxton Hicks. Can you explain that one to me? Because <laughs> it's it's false labor. It's like it usually happens like a month or a few weeks before actual labor, and it's just the body like preparing itself because labor is intensive and exhausting, and you could be at it for like twenty four hours, and like contractions. That's the word. Contractions for like that long can be debilitating so it's the body kind of just like okay this is what it's gonna be like then we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna do the real thing so it's the the body conditioning itself to be like are you sure you're ready Mm -hmm. you're not but you're gonna be this is what it's gonna be like it's just it's false labor Mm -hmm. so like your water doesn't break or anything so charlie gets her to like they they kind of like calm down and then charlie or she tells charlie about the whole story it's like it was wrong he lied and then the psych this is when charlie goes Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe this is what the psychic saw. Maybe. And that's when Claire's like, he knew. He knew. Because she's like, it had to be that specific flight. (laughs) He knew it was going to crash. Which, kind of fucked up if like, oh, I'm a psychic. I got these, this, (laughs) the power of foresight. Instead of telling her, no, you should just raise the baby. I'm going to make sure it happens. (laughs) You're going to be stuck raising that baby by yourself. She doesn't have the job to go to now, though. That's true. So she can just focus her, with the baby. focus her time and efforts on raising the baby. Baby boy. But I don't think he foresaw a Charlie entering the picture to be a friend. 
stepdad. <laughs> um, and this is where we get Sayed running mm-hmm. through the forest. He's he's got his little crutch. He's crutching and crutching and crutching. And he something's chasing him. Bursts into the caves. Yeah, and crashes down, falls down to the ground, and people tend to him. Jack's like, he needs water. He's and like, he's like panting between, like trying to get something out. Mm-hmm. So he's and, talking about them. Yeah, okay. and, and then he says, "We're not alone." Yes, that that's what it is. <laughs> It's like, oh fuck! What is he talking about? And that's when Harley comes running in, and Jack's like, "Not right now! I'm trying to save Saeed." And he's like, "But Jack, Jack, I did the, I did, I took it, census, and then I found the manifest." And it's like, Hurley, stop! It's like, Jack, we're over one person. <laughs> Which, if if you're thinking about it, maybe it's like, okay, well, maybe this is just a clerical error of we uh, undercounted the dead, but at the same time, no, the name of. All the pe- he had the names of all the people he took, and the names on the manifest, and there was a name on the list of the people that were here on the island that wasn't on the manifest. Oh, that's what... Okay, so that's that's the, the error. It wasn't mm-hmm. a, oh, the, the, the numbers just didn't match up. Mm-hmm. It's, no, the names didn't yeah. match up. We have this guy on the island, and he's not on the flight manifest. So, so he wasn't on the flight with us. A very glaring issue. And then we cut back to Claire and Charlie really quick. He's standing there like a serial like, killer. Have the baby yet? <laughs> He's old. He looks like old Greg. <laughs> I'm old Ethan. <laughs> no! And that's uh, the end of the episode. Little cliffhanger. Who the fuck is Ethan and what the fuck is Ethan doing? Where'd he come from? Not Ontario, obviously. <laughs> oh, I think he came from hell. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make an Ethan um, magnet to put him in his own little bubble. His own little bubble. The the Ethan serial killer bubble. Because <laughs> I said the psychic is the devil. I don't know. Maybe... They're on the team together. Yeah, they're they're in cahoots. Um, so yeah, do you got any closing words? An amniocentesis is a process in which a needle is inserted into a pregnant woman's belly stomach to get amnio- amniotic fluid to tell a lot of information about the baby. Like a sample? Mm-hmm. Just taking like a little baby sample? It can be risky. It's often because it can just cause pre-labor, early labor, um, if not done correctly, or just... Birth defects? No. No? It's done to test. If it's often recommended in women 35 and older because they have high, more high-risk pregnancies. Um, but you have to assess if you want it or not, if it's worth the risk, you think. But it can tell you about um, fetal development, if there's going to be like... Um, disabilities or like birth defects that are life threatening you can decide at that point what to do Your um, options. Mm-hmm. it can also just tell things like how the lungs are doing it can do paternity hmm. it can give you a lot of information on a baby so you can do a paternity paternity test even before mm-hmm. the baby's born i would because i always thought it had to be post-birth that you could do paternity not everyone like same would do any mystesis though so so it's still very like experimental or no it's I'm pretty sure my mom had one with me. And what, say, um, say it again. What is amniocentesis. It? Amniocentesis. It's just a big little needle. Big little needle. And because it's it's long, but it's really skinny. Like tiny. Like, and it just goes and back out. And taking a little. Like how Claire sample. said, she got poked in the belly. So basically, that's that's probably the the poke she because I was ex- I wasn't expecting her to say like oh I got stabbed because mm-hmm. you're right she ex- describes it as a poke in the belly. So, amniocentesis. Maybe that's what she thought she was experiencing. So someone wanted information on the baby? Hmm. 
Well, I learned two things today. <laughs> Keep it cosmic, everyone.